Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it i was like this came just in time i've just been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com you'll know real when you get it it'll say ebay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings, or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at pandora.net. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in, and today I have a co-host because Tanya has flown to the islands with Red Star. But I have another blonde, blue-eyed bombshell joining me today, my friend Whitney Carson. Woo! Hi! Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be on here with you. I know, I was just talking to Easton and Mark and saying, I feel like you were on here, you were on Scrubbing In, like the first, kind of one of our first guests at the beginning. Yeah, I, I totally Have you been back? No, I don't think so. I think life just got a little crazy, but I'm like, I'll take it. If this was if this is what it takes to talk to you, I will do it. Well, you know, I like keep up with your whole life on Instagram, so I feel like I know everything about you. I know, same here, same here. It's so funny how we communicate now through Instagram. It's like if my family doesn't post on Instagram, I'm like, I don't know what you guys are doing. What are you doing? We need to be posting on Instagram. Same with my friends, but I feel like you've had. I mean, there's a lot been you've had a lot going on in your life and I have a question when did you start dancing with the stars what year was that um that was when I was 18 so almost 10 years ago so what are we in 2021 so yeah so 2011 oh hold on 2012 
2012. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember when I remember watching you and you were just my favorite dancer. Like my mom would always be like, oh, she's so cute. Like she's just so easy to watch. And we just loved you. And then, you know, like even it's weird because, you know, like when when you watch someone and you love someone and they're younger than you, you're like, okay, it's like you don't want to be weird about it. But then when I met you, I just I just thought you were the greatest. I think you're the greatest ever. So it's funny. Like I was such a fan of you before I got to meet you and call you a friend. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I know. I've never told you that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That is so sweet. Oh my gosh. Well, I was obsessed with you too on The Bachelor because of course I'm a Bachelor fan. So I was trying to, when, how did we meet Becca? I'm trying to remember. Was it through Chris Souls? So, or was it through, I think it was through Chris, because remember you were on that season, obviously, but you had a taping or something. But I wouldn't have come to a taping it because he was engaged to Whitney at the time. And so I think you and Whitney, weren't you and Whitney friends though? And you, yeah, um, yeah, but, but. Who was who was the guy that who won that season? Oh gosh! I mean, I know that's probably just a blur for you, but I don't even remember. I don't remember at all because I'm trying to think. I came to a taping because I had a crush on. I'm like totally blanking on his name, one and of I the shouldn't celebrities? because yeah, one of the celebrities. Oh my gosh! Who, oh, was it James Maslow? No, no, but I know James. Okay. Isn't, <laughs> um, he is the amazing, he's like a model. He's deaf. He won oh, the season. Niall. 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 Yes. And I had met him at a Dodger game and he invited me to be one of his guests, but I don't know if that was Chris's season. Oh, okay. Hmm. I was so, funny. so like, <laughs> I remember going and I, was sitting like in his section with like his friends and family. And um, yeah, I was, I just had the biggest crush on him. And so he invited me, but, and then after that, I only came because you invited me and I have a video of you trying to teach me how to do like a oh cha-cha my- or something. I know. Oh, I wish so bad that I need you to get on the show. Like I need to figure <laughs> out a way to get you on because it's like, we've been trying to do that since like I've met you because I'm like, you're so freaking cute. And you totally can dance, by the way. Okay, well, let's let's not take it that far. <laughs> I'm seeing it. It's a generous, a generous statement, and I really appreciate that. But we all know the truth. No, um, true. I, I, every friend that I've had that's gone on the show has said it was the um, hardest experience they've ever had like very rewarding but probably the most challenging the most physically taxing so hard and imagine doing that every year for 10 years (laughs) no I can't like I literally cannot grasp that and what was crazy is they actually had it two times a year so I was doing it in the spring and the fall and then tour summer and winter so it was literally like around the clock. But I think for these celebrities, obviously, if you're not a dancer, it's way harder because you're learning something you've never learned. A, you're yeah. pushing your body to like, like over your limit 24-7, not to mention like the mental stress that it puts on you as well. 
And it's just, it's a crazy like 13 weeks. It's insane. That's why I've just, I've just kind of learned to like, this is going to sound bad, not care as much about what the judges say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I was such a wreck. Like when I first started, I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to be like the best. And like, that was literally my life. It is my life, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think like, as like, I started to get married and like, you know, especially after having a baby, I've just kind of been like, okay, it's okay. If the judges don't like a certain dance, like that's fine. Like I'm, you know, I'm still confident in myself. I think I wrote a lot on my confidence on what they said. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've kind of learned to like, not take it as seriously, but a lot of the, I mean, that's your life. So the celebrities are like, okay, I'm doing this full on which is great, but it definitely can be taxing mentally and physically for sure. Well, and I feel like, I mean, I, I feel like every single season I've watched with you, you've been with someone who at least had potential to, that you could make them look good. You know, like you've always been able to, is that not true? I, the, what I'm thinking of when I think of like the Rolodex of people yeah. you've been with, I feel like, I feel like the producers well, want yeah. you on the show because people watch there's a few of you who like people specifically watch no matter who your partner is. And so they're not dumb. They're going to put you with someone who has the potential to get decently far. Yeah, no, it's true. Like I've, I've been blessed with amazing partners, like genuinely, like if they, if say they don't have any dance experience at all, like say Frankie Muniz, he, you know, he had nothing and it was like disastrous. When I told him to freestyle, I was like, stop stop oh my gosh this is so bad <laughs> but and he knows that I'll tell him that like every day I'm like you yeah. he needed like just structure but what was nice if like if like they didn't really have natural talent they made up for it in personality and uh -huh. we just had a blast I mean so it was like if I didn't have somebody who was amazing at least like their personality was great so like I felt like really blessed in that way um, and then Alfonso, it's just like, he was an amazing dancer and he was so funny and so personable. So that one I hit the jackpot, the jackpot with. So I've gotten one, one really lucky one. Who, like, have you ever had someone, cause you spend so much time together. Like, have you ever had someone where you met them and within like a week you're like, oh no, this is going to be a long few weeks or have you been pretty much like okay they're oh, oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah I mean okay I've had I've had over let's see I've had maybe 15 partners or maybe a little less 15 partners and I've had a few rogue few rogue ones where I'm like dude we need to be eliminated <laughs> now like, I'm sabotaging this <laughs> got a sabotage it's the only option. <laughs> sabotage. no I mean it I feel bad saying that but you do I mean it's like they're just some celebrities like they just are like they either started when they were really young and then just don't have a grip on reality like mm -hmm. at all. which which is I know like generally speaking but I just felt like for me like a few of them I was like okay we need to get you grounded a little bit back to back to reality here <laughs> but also yeah nice also nice and so grateful for obviously every partner but yes definitely there's been some rogue ones 
Some divas. Some divas. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like and that. And I don't want to name names, but no, no, no. I- we we're not here to start drama, but no. it's I'm I think if I would be in the same position as you, like if I were taking on the task of putting in my time and my energy and and I was with someone who was, yeah. No, yeah. And I'm silly, I'm not sure. But I definitely feel like you can find, you just, when you have a partner like that, and every pro knows this, you just have to celebrate in the small successes. It's like, you just have to try and find, like, good things about what you're doing, right? So, like, whether it's, mm-hmm. like, he's got great humor, or you're just trying to find some good stuff that people can see and people can vote for because at the end of the day, everyone, everyone wants to do a good job and we all need to. Yeah. So we all need to, you know, just kind of figure out what positive things we can just accentuate. And I think that's like the biggest part of our jobs, right. Is like hiding kind of like what they're bad at and like (laughs) accentuate their, what they're good at, you know? So if they're like good at, I don't know, hilarious, like being so funny. Like, do you remember Chris Kattan at all? Yeah. Okay. So he was my partner and we actually were eliminated the first week. That is the, obviously the earliest I've ever been eliminated. I, yeah. I, so, <laughs> so it was like, he was, he had a really bad back. So he actually broke his back on Saturday night live. Um, which was really kind of a weird story. He was about to like bring out a book. So I'm not going to tell a story in case he's actually writing a book about it. <laughs> Cause then I would just be like, it just everywhere. Spoiler and alert. I'm still <laughs> in his whole life. So I don't really want to do that. But, um, so this was like, he was telling me that he broke his back on SNL and he has like so many, not like, um, like bolts and he's got like two metal rods down his spine like I mean he was really injured so we but the the thing about him was he was funny so I did just like accentuated just like his humor you have got to look it up Becca like you've got (laughs) to look it up on YouTube like it will just it literally we watched it on tour on my tour bus every single night just to just to like laugh because it was just he was so good at the humor stuff but he couldn't I mean he couldn't dance bless his soul he could not dance so he got one dance and like one and done no actually we did two because what happens is the first week no one's eliminated right and then oh yeah and then they vote and then the second one you dance and then at the end of the night you're gone he got two. He got super. <laughs> and we did the the first one was this guy, you know, Night at the Roxbury with Will Ferrell. Yeah. 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 So I did this for about four counts of eight, just because I'm like, this is what we're going to do, guys. Since you can't yeah, really move. I know you can. <laughs> You're like, um, excuse me, y'all. Pair me with someone who can't really move. I just think that they they thought that he was going to be better than <laughs> what he was, yeah. which he knows. I'm like, Chris, you know, honey, like you, <laughs> your back was bad. It was bad. He did the best that he yeah. possibly could. And <laughs> well, I- <laughs> 
I'm just laughing. Like, I'm imagining injuring myself like that and then being put into a situation where it I'm like bad. literally pushing my body to its limits. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he said poor guy. And I'm like, you can't take much more. Yeah. Oh, I think I think he he knew it too. He knew it. He was like, I just I can't keep up. And it was it was hard because he was in pain too. And I'm like, you're in pain, and this is just your limit of what you can do, you know. So you just have to work yeah. with it. And we worked. Well, I'm with glad it. he had you because, like, honestly, you probably were <laughs> able to do the best that he could push his body to, and. I'm Genuinely, sure he had a wonderful experience. I'm telling you, that was the best we could possibly do. The best. So I can't wait need- to watch it. <laughs> oh, you'll love it. It's it's Hey Ya by Outcast, <laughs> and it's the best. And he, I had him at this one part. There was um, some lyrics, and so I had him like like do this like sing the lyrics. And it's, it's the best. Like we just, we had such a fun time just laughing our heads off. Oh, wow. I am like dying over here. (laughs) Just imagining it. Becca, it's March, one of my favorite months. Do you know why? It's Women's History Month. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. We celebrate women all year long, but love the extra spotlight this month. So join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Yes, throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Another way to support some modern women, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, travel, dining, and even pets. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Sephora, Macy's, Adidas, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Plus, the membership is free, it's easy to sign up, and cash back rates change daily. You can maximize your savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commissions with its members. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. 
that brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be, to Collie Power. Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower, so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcauliepower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Okay, switching gears. First of all, a lot has, con- I mean, congratulations. You, it's like you got through COVID and you had a baby during COVID. <laughs> and Great. he's literally the cutest little, I just want to reach through the screen and squeeze him. Oh, he is a freaking chunk, dude. Like his <laughs> rolls, I'm like, I swear I'm not overfeeding you. Like, I'm feeding you <laughs> the right amount, dude, and you are just, like, chunking. He is so freaking fun, though. Like, his personality is starting to come out, and he's, like, he, I think he had a little bit of colic at the beginning. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you have, do you have nieces and nephews? I have four nephews. Yeah, so you you probably know just from them talking about it, but it's just, I don't know if it was his stomach or, like, what Mm -hmm. it was, but he just, like, wasn't, like, sleeping great. He kind of was a little bit crankier. Um, So now I feel like he's, like, really, his personality is coming out, and he's, like, now that he's eating, like, solid foods. So it's been, like, he's been way better, but, yeah, that was, that was a crazy time I can't believe it's already been almost six months since I had him like I feel like I just was in the hospital isn't that so crazy it's crazy and so wait so what when's his birthday uh January 3rd okay so that was kind of I mean COVID was still pretty I mean it was pretty everything was pretty strict right when you had him when I well actually so I'll backtrack a little bit when I got pregnant it was that's when everything started like so bad like everyone was like quarantined and like it was like a full-on emergency so like right when I found out I was pregnant so it was also like I was really really excited obviously but I also was so scared like I did not know what for like a pregnant woman to get COVID like I was like so I was pregnant. I was hormonal. I was like, my body was changing so much. And at the same time, like we were going through this global pandemic. And so I just feel like my whole pregnancy 
I was just so stressed. Like every <laughs> little thing, like any sort of cramp or like weird thing, like I would just freak out and I would like text the doctor. I have the doctor, like I'm texting him. Totally yeah. use the VIP card. Like I'm on Dancing in the Stars. <laughs> you need to text me. <laughs> totally use that, which I don't ever use that, but I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I need your number. <laughs> and you need to be on call it was so <laughs> but he was great he was great he assured me that was all normal stuff but yeah it was yeah, yeah it was so stressful and then when I had him in January um I actually had COVID which you, you had co- like you went into labor with COVID yep mm-hmm. what so it wasn't that great timing I'm like so I'm so lucky I don't know wh- how that happened to me I'm like, of course. Were you sick? Like, were you feeling sick? Or was it like one of those things where you didn't really have symptoms? I didn't really have symptoms. So before Mm. you go to the hospital, um, like on your like last checkup at like 37 weeks, they actually test you for COVID. I don't know how the other hospitals were, but like this hospital in Utah did that just routine. Mm -hmm. And so when they checked me, I had COVID and I was like, what? Like, I literally just have a sniffle and like, kind of achy, but I just like, I was like 37 weeks. Yeah, you're like, I'm I'm about to pop. I'm I'm achy everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just miserable everywhere. So I just thought it was that. And then when they told me I had COVID, I was like, what? So anyway, so we ended up giving it to my entire family. And it just went through like each one because you know how the incubation period I think is like two weeks. Yeah. So like people can get it all the way up to two weeks. So it was like my mom got it and then my dad got it and then my sister and then my brother. Like everyone got it at different times. So nobody could see the baby for like like four weeks after he was born. It was so hard. It was so hard. The labor was really hard because I had did you, I don't know if you ever had COVID, but I, I didn't No, I just feel like your, your lungs are like never the same. Like I felt like I couldn't breathe. So I had like an oxygen thing on the whole time in labor. Like while I was pushing, I was like throwing up. It was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> it was kind of, kind of crazy and traumatic and amazing at the same time, but also yeah. just Like, I just don't know. I mean, and we were scared, too, that the baby would get COVID as well because we didn't know how contagious, like, it would be to babies. Right. Um, But it was like, they were like, you can leave them here for two weeks. And I was like, heck no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you're like, absolutely not. (laughs) So I guess I will just deal with it. If he gets COVID, he gets COVID. But he didn't end up getting sick. So that was a big blessing, too. Um. But we were just, it was just me and Carson, and Carson ended up um, getting COVID too. So we both had oh COVID, COVID, and we both had COVID at home. With no help, because everyone couldn't see him. With no help. My aunt, who had already had COVID, luckily, was able to come and, like, uh, like help us a little bit. So we had my aunt, that was it. But it was, we were just grateful that we had any help at all. But it just was, it was crazy. But it was my, the hormones are nuts. Like, I can't explain the hormones. Like, pregnant women who are listening to this, you guys will know, like, people who have had babies. Like, the hormones are crazy. Like, after that, like, traumatic experience, I was, like, jealous of my friends having labor. Like, having a baby. 
Like I was jealous of that. Like I wanted to like do a, a no. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre. Something happens to you mentally and you just forget all the bad stuff and you only remember the good stuff. Like it's, it was crazy. Poor Did Carson. You? Poor, poor Carson's guy. Like, We're not doing that again anytime soon, Whitney. No. So what happened is I actually ended up having an emergency C-section and, oh. um, yeah. So I pushed for two and a half hours. Then his heart rate started going super high. So that I did an emergency C-section, which I was just like devastated, obviously, but also so relieved. Like Carson's mm-hmm. face was just like, please do it. Oh my gosh, please do the C-section. Oh. Like, we were just exhausted. So anyway, we did the C-section. The doctor is like, Carson, like, come, come look at the baby coming out you're going to want to see this. So Carson's like, he's an anxious mess already, like without the medical stuff. So (laughs) poor guy, like we just, we just started talking about the C-section. Like it's taken him this long to to talk about it. Poor thing. I know. And you know him, he's like the sweetest, like the sweetest. sweetest guy ever so and and so I felt so bad he's like please don't make me do that again I'm like you're gonna have to so we're gonna need to (laughs) we're gonna need to do something for you bud because we're gonna have more children yeah so funny like send your mom send your mom yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh I Um, mean well I can't imagine I've always thought that for you know Mark, uh, our producer, he has two kids. And I've always thought for the husband, you're first of all watching the love of your life in this kind of, you know, scary position, like, you know, what can happen. And, and then you're watching this baby that you've created and you're like fearing, you know, have all those thoughts too. So I've always felt for the husbands because I know like as women, our bodies are just going through it and we're like, you're just just doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I did feel so, I did feel so bad for him. I was like, yeah, I'd rather be in this position than in your position. Like that <laughs> yeah. sucks, especially just watching your whole world. Just like, is everything okay? Like, and just not really knowing, you know, and you just kind of have to yeah. just hope that it's fine. But, um, does this make you have, want to have a baby now, Becca? I, I already like, I think just like the things I hear and I don't know, maybe your pregnancy from Instagram seemed like it was, you know, normal, pretty pleasant for the most part. But some people I know have, they're like nauseous the whole nine months. They're like, have no energy. And I just sit there and think, can I do that? I don't know. (laughs) You can, you totally can. That's the thing. It's like, when you're ready, like when it happens, you're, you'll be ready. You know, like, yeah, before I just like, before I got pregnant, all my sister-in-laws, because all my sister-in-laws have babies and they just were going through their birth experiences. And I was like, I don't want that. I don't want that to happen. None of it. I don't want any of it. And then when it happens, you're, you just do it and you're fine. Nately, women are amazing. And right. like we are because we have to do that crazy stuff. And it's just what happens. It's amazing. Was there anything like during your pregnancy or after you had him where you were like, I had no idea to prepare for this and no one told me? Or did you feel pretty like 
prepared, even though it still felt new. Oh, and- yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You never are prepared <laughs> for a baby, ever. Like, <laughs> even all the reading and all of the studying and, like, because you got nine months, right? So you're like, nine months, I'm going to prep myself for this new life like you are just you're feeling like you're so prepared right so you've got like your breastfeeding stuff you got the nursery done and you know you like kind of know what to do like you know changing a diaper whatever or you know what to do when he's crying and then when they're here it all just goes to crap like you don't know anything you're like I thought I was gonna be good and I'm actually the worst (laughs) like that's how I totally felt that's how I felt because you're constantly like trying to figure it out like it's so weird like no amount of preparation can help you I mean obviously the basic stuff but I just feel like you just kind of have to go with it like with anything in life really you just you can never feel prepared and especially with the baby and then you're like on top of that you're so tired like no sleep so you're just delirious and there's a baby screaming and it's just a lot it's also it's it's harder than I thought but it's also Mm -hmm. more amazing than I thought oh that's that's cool so it like balance like it's harder yet it's even like you couldn't you couldn't grasp how hard it is but you also couldn't grasp how amazing and overwhelming it is exactly you really can't it's the weirdest thing like like with Phoebe, I'm sure you get a little bit of that, a little bit of the love that I'm talking about. And then as soon as you Thank have Thank you a, for acknowledging my dog I my love, motherhood. I live I live for Phoebe, dude. I'm so into that. I love that she had like, is she okay on the bed now? Because what happened with her? What? With, uh... Like she was falling off the bed or no? <laughs> No, but what did I post? You get like the little steps. Oh, the stairs. Because my yeah, bed's high. And she, I don't have, um, in my old place, I had carpet, but I just moved. And so my, I have hardwood floors. And so she, she doesn't feel comfortable jumping off. So like, if she needs to get down and like, I don't know, sometimes she just likes to wander around in the middle of the night, but she'll just sit there on the edge or she'll cry for me to lift her up. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. So I bought these ugly stairs, but they've really saved me. You literally do it like Roxy, my dog. Before we had Leo, I was like, you are literally my child. Like I am obsessed with you. And then as soon as I got Leo and brought him home, I was like, I don't like you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what Whitney no that's like my biggest fear because I I know I can't do that to Phoebe Phoebe <laughs> <laughs> is sweet she is a sweetie she's gonna be fine but that it really does happen like your dogs you still love obviously but like nothing compares to the love of a child it's like it, it's just so different that like when you get home and you look at your dog you're like you're annoying me and need you to leave. Whitney, <laughs> this is illegal. What you're saying is illegal. <laughs> but it's so much better now, obviously, because I'm like, oh, she oh, she was my buddy. Like when I was pregnant, it they know. Like it's a weird Oh yeah. Thing. They like I'm I've heard that when you're on your like the time of the month, like they just like this is a weird story that happened actually with Roxy. So she um she's pretty smart. What what breed is Phoebe? She's a Pomeranian. Okay, so 
Roxy is like a poodle Bashan mix. And so anyway, so she was, so I didn't even know I was pregnant. Okay. It was the day before I took the test and she was like sniffing my boob, like out of control, like sniffing, like sniffing everywhere. It was bizarre. I'm like, what are you doing? This is so weird. I don't know why she's doing this. And then I took the test the next day and I was pregnant. I'm like, she could totally smell, like smell something. I don't know if it's like, it was the hormones or just like, so anyway, she was like, she was my buddy, like all pregnancy. She would just curl up on my belly and she was like, she was my little buddy. And then you just threw her to the side when you got home? (laughs) Then I was like, you're sleeping outside. No, I did not do that. I did not do that. I did not do that. I love her to death. And she was, I'm just trying to explain to you the difference of like a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all of a sudden, all your sudden, world shifts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But obviously, I'm like, she's our baby, number one. Like, number one, she's our baby. But it just was funny, like, how our kind of perspectives like changed after he was here. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't I, I, I don't really even think you can grasp it. The closest thing I've really experienced, you know, aside from Phoebe is I lived with my sister when my first two nephews were born. So my oldest nephew, I was with him till he was three. And I was basically like a third parent because my brother-in-law played oh. football. And so he would travel. So it was just, you know, me and my sister. And so I did experience that, like, anything you get that's, that. I mean, but yeah, to an extent, I think I don't know that you can compare it to being a mom, you know, being a parent. But as an aunt, I do. I got yeah, a glimpse you, of it. You totally got a glimpse of it for sure. So were you there when he was born too? Like, do you? I was did you in see the room. Him? Yeah, so I was in the room, and I, I like it was amazing. You know, if anything, I was just like, this is this is what they reference when they're talking about miracle of life because yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah. But then. They went to, you know, like stitch, stitch her back up and they went to give her like a shot, I guess. And oh. I literally had to sit down. I thought I was going to faint. Oh. For some reason, the, the child coming out didn't make me feel that way. But seeing a needle go down there, I was like, uh-uh. Oh, see, oh, ow. Like, well, I mean, after you have a baby, literally like nothing hurts, honestly. She probably didn't even know what was happening. She's probably like, oh, well, yep. That's it's funny you said that about like she loved being in the hospital and giving the labor part of it. She loved it. She was like, yeah. she got yeah. an epidural. She was just posted up. Okay. Like <laughs> the epidural is the best, but I was so scared of that needle. I was so scared. Have you seen an epidural at all? I, that would, I, if I ever am in the position where I'm going to need or choose to have an epidural, I will not be able to see one beforehand because the thought of a needle going back there. Do not look it up. Don't look it up. Because <laughs> that, no, 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 I won't tell you because I need you to get one because you need one. <laughs> you have to call me as soon as you're pregnant. I don't know how far away you are from that, but. I feel far, but I will call you. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's just like, you know, that, that, uh, okay. When you got your dog, when I got Phoebe, I brought her home mm-hmm. and there was a moment like a weekend where I was like, I'm going to have her for a long time. Like, this is going to be my life. Like I'm responsible for taking care yeah. of her for the rest of her life. Yeah. However long that may be. Yeah. 
And I got a little overwhelmed by that feeling of like, this is, I'm hers and she's mine. (laughs) And, And then I think about a child and like, they just... Even once they're 18 and they're out of the house, whatever, oh. they're still on your mind forever. I definitely, I definitely felt that. Like, you can never go back is, is the thing. <laughs> like, can never go back from having a child. You can't reverse it. I felt that way when I got pregnant. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's in me. Like, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> like, I have to wait nine months for this thing to grow. Like, it's the it's the most crazy, most beautiful experience. But yeah, you definitely that hits you like a ton of bricks, and you're like, I can't go back. I will have kids forever now, forever. <laughs> so that's why it was good. Like Carson, <laughs> Carson and I waited for five years after yeah. we got married, and I feel like that was like that was like a perfect amount of time. Like we started at like the end of the five years, we were like hmm okay what's next like we kind of like sat there like okay what's next now Mm -hmm. I think I think kids are next you know what I mean so like yeah we felt like super ready so that when we did have Leo it was like this is definitely like we're good you know what I mean like we did our traveling we did like Mm -hmm. we lived in LA for like three years we like you know went on my career like full force like he's almost done with school so it was like a really it was a good time for us so for sure right Take your time is where I'm getting at. I cannot believe it's been five years since y'all got married. I know. It's really crazy because I met you before we got married. Yeah. Or before we even got engaged, actually. I Um, met you. I met you when y'all were, I think he was on a mission or so he was gone. Like y'all weren't together technically, I guess. No, yeah. No, he was in Romania, yeah, for two years. But we still kind of wrote, like, here and there. Um, But we definitely weren't together. And then he came home right after, right during Crystal season, actually. And y'all, y'all were together since then? And then after he came home from Crystal's, then we were together. And then he proposed that year in October. <laughs> so we were... Yeah, he was, chop, chop. He was ready. <laughs> Yeah, he was ready to yeah. put a ring on it. <laughs> and I was so ready too. I was like, oh, I like compared to like the people that I dated in LA, I was like, never leave me. Like you I'm like seriously, I need you to marry me right now. <laughs> he so is, it was just honestly, it was fast, but no. He's one of the greatest guys. Like, I will never forget when we came to watch you on Dancing with the Stars, like you invited. It was like me, Allie, and a few other girls. And he came and got us in his truck to make sure like we weren't like came to get us so that we weren't just like wandering around. And he is just the sweetest. And he's like so personable and funny. And he can dance. That video you posted the other day of him dancing. I am shocked that he did that. I am shocked. Anytime, anytime I film him on Instagram, he's like, please don't film me. I don't want to be filmed. (laughs) I'm like, wow. Okay. I guess I won't film you, but I got him. I got him. I was like, if I'm going to get you a dirt bike for your birthday, only (laughs) if you do this with me, like you need to do this. And it took him a few minutes. He's the type of personality, though, like, if he's given a challenge and he starts it, 
he has to finish it. Like it has to be the best. So I knew if I just like got him in just a little bit, if I just like started teaching him, he would, he wouldn't like be able to stop until he got it. Well, I mean, beyond him just like learning the dance, I was shocked at the rhythm because he's tall. He's like really tall. And yeah. I just was not prepared. And I, Allie, I sent it to Allie and I was like, what can they not do? Like this couple is just like, what are they not good at? So funny. Oh my gosh. He, he was a good sport about it for sure. But I think he secretly likes it. Like, I think he secretly like gets a rush and he's like, oh yeah. That was, that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was fun. Mike, you loved it. You loved it. Just admit it. Oh my gosh. I would love to watch like all the Dancing with the Star pros if they have girlfriends or spouses or whatever dance a season with their People spouse. always guess that. They're always like, why don't you go Dancing with the Spouse? Like, why don't you do that? And I think just, I think, you know, our fans fans or like other people who know us would be interested. I just don't know if like everybody would watch. I would watch that, I think. Like, I if would I knew- love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be really fun and cute and different. Um, and just to like see the relationship too of like, if they like fight more, if they like grow closer together or like, it would be Probably interesting both. to see that, <laughs> that dynamic for sure. Are you going back when, what's your plan with Dancing with the Stars? As of right now, I'm planning on it. So I don't know. I mean, we'll know more probably next month probably the end of next month um but as of right now i haven't really heard anything they're kind of like in hiatus like trying to gather all the celebrities and stuff so um we'll see but that's the plan for me if they don't then i'll have to figure something else out because i I don't know if you knew that i did the game show with alfonso did you know that oh yeah yeah so i did that in vegas not last year, but the year before. And then with COVID, we couldn't film. And so it was on, you know, Game Show Network. So like nobody watched it. <laughs> so it totally got canceled. Oh, so, well, you know, it's hard with like now how they do TV and how they're doing shows, which is all like streaming on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. It's like hard to, I mean, you have like the consistent shows that are on like primetime, like Dancing with the Stars, The Bachelor, all those. But like, I think it's really, I would find it very intimidating and challenging to start a pilot show right now. That's a weekly release. Yeah. That's only on cable too. It's like, you can't really find the game show network on Hulu or Netflix or any of those. Like, it's really just like for the people who sit down and watch TV like at night. So especially because we didn't have new episodes coming out, you know, they, it just, we didn't get enough views, but that was really fun. So I'm like, I'll just have to figure something else out. Maybe I'll have to come over there and do scrubbing and everyone. Yeah, we'll be our, our, uh, just like our celebrity consistent co-host. Yeah, I'll be your celebrity co-host every one week <laughs> and I'll just move out for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do uh, dance classes. It'll be great. Um, oh so you and how old is Lindsay's little girl? You and Lindsay, Lindsay from Dancing with the Stars, she had her baby. Yeah, she had her baby in November and Leo was born in January. So they're about a few months apart. They're actually- Are you going to have an arranged marriage? <laughs> <laughs> 
I hope so. I mean, I think that would be really fun, but who knows? Everyone's like, are they going to be dance partners? Are they going to be girlfriend and boyfriend? I'm like, I don't know, you guys. They're like, it's hard to say. It's hard to say right now. It's hard to say. It's hard to really say. I'm like, I guess they should just choose for themselves is what what everyone's (laughs) telling me to do. That's, That's a good answer, honestly. It's that time of year, wedding season. With spring right around the corner, is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Check off your to-do list at Macy's. With so many weddings coming up, make sure you have everything you need from the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches. Macy's has you covered so that you can pull together a look for any dress code. Speaking of weddings, Tanya, how is wedding planning coming along for you? We're still trying to figure out a date and location, but I realized just how many things there are on the to-do list when it comes to planning a wedding. Plus, you have all the pre-wedding celebrations you need to prepare for too, right? Exactly, like an engagement party, bridal shower, bachelorette party. So many events, but you know who can help you when it comes to your big day? Macy's. That's right. Check out Macy's wedding shop to help you get celebration ready at macy's.com slash wedding shop want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit we're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops and it's spring so you know ross has savings on sundresses they've got deals on dresses for days i mean every style for spring Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be, to Collie Power. Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcauliepower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power, crave on. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. 
With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable. There's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Do you love witty sarcasm and talking fast? And are you longing to return to Stars Hollow for one more trip to Kim's Antiques or just to pick up a few things at Dozie's Market? It's an overnight stay at the Dragonfly Inn on your list of plans for a getaway. Is a burger from Luke's Diner on the menu for tonight. This is Scott Patterson. I was Luke Danes for 153 episodes and in four Netflix movies. I am all in an iHeartRadio podcast. Come hang with us. We're re-watching together. We're visiting... With all our favorite cast and crew members, we talk fast. We've got a lot to say. Listen to I Am All In wherever you listen to podcasts. So... In our show, we normally do emails where people will write in and ask for advice. So I feel I felt like it'd be fun for you to um, join me. I mean, Tanya and I, we always kind of differ in the advice that we give because we have very different personalities. So I'm curious to see, oh, but funny. Mark's going to read. Are you guys that different? Mark, <laughs> I would say we are. Yes, most of our <laughs> listeners divide themselves into groups i'm a tanya i'm a becca because they're pretty different personalities oh, yeah we're pretty different yeah <laughs> so yeah that uh like our advice though i don't know that either of us give great advice it's always very different that is so funny i know and, that you're the health and you're not the healthy one and she's the healthy one well yeah that's right. definitely the yeah. case <laughs> And by the way, when my first daughter was born, that was the day they decided to have the doctor training the younger doctor on how to administer an epidural. Oh, no. that's and my worst nightmare. He missed because she felt all of it. Uh, and they had to come back and do it again because they did it wrong the first time. It was, an, it was bad. No, it was not no, good. That, makes me, that literally makes me feel like I want to... Yeah, Thanks. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> say where it was, but it rhymes with Schmeiser Schmermanente. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> This is an anonymous email. I need some advice about a tricky situation. My childhood best friend is absolutely beautiful, but very self-conscious about her body. When she posts pictures on social media, she heavily facetunes and photoshops her face and body. It's bad enough that she's completely unrecognizable and barely looks human. Mutual friends talk about it behind her back and poke fun at the photos. We are close enough where I feel like I can talk to her about anything. But is there a way I can gently say something about the over-editing to her or should I just leave it alone and allow her to do something that makes her feel more confident? I hate that people are seeing the photos and making fun of them, especially since she could post a beautiful, natural photo of herself and people would only have positive things to say. Help. Um, this is tricky because I think we all deal with body uh, and just like 
physical insecurities of how we look. And I think we're just totally inundated with unrealistic expectations of how we're supposed to look and uh, how our bodies are supposed to look. And we're not supposed to have any texture on our body or our face or, you know, it's like, it's just not realistic. And I don't know if you, I mean, I've definitely had times in my life where I've, I was looking at photos uh, from like 2017 ish. And I had really, I'd gone through like a really bad acne situation. I blurred my face so much. I looked like a mannequin. I'm like, why did I even think that that was better than just me looking like myself? You know, like we do things that make us feel good, even though it's not real. So Whitney, what do you think? You definitely start to conform to society, like especially Instagram. It's like, everybody feels like they have to put on this perfect display of their life or their body. And it's so unhealthy. And I feel like I just started to realize that honestly, like this year, like after like having a baby and my body going through all these changes. So I, that's a hard situation because you don't want to like downplay like her confidence, but you also, I think you can say it in a way of like, Hey, you are so beautiful without any of those filters. You don't need any of that. And I feel like it makes you more relatable. Like people can actually look at you and be like, oh, you know what? She does have acne on her face or she does have a little bit of curves. And that's totally fine. That's totally normal. And you don't need to feel like, you know, you have to put on a show. I feel like I would just go about it in if you're as close to her as she's saying she is, I feel like I would go about it in a way of like, you don't need that stuff. Like just get rid of that stuff and show everybody like who you are and you're beautiful. Like I would just do it maybe that way of like encouraging instead of like, you know, I don't know. That's how probably I would say it. I know it's so tricky. I think the best thing that you can do as her friend is to really be someone who reminds her of how beautiful she is and like the the features that make her beautiful and like the things that she doesn't need to change to post and I think it's easier said than done because those conversations no matter how close you are to someone there you never want to make someone like you never want to add to the insecurity or like yeah, feed exactly. Feed the insecurity. Like she really needs that for her confidence. Like maybe she really needs that attention for her confidence. So you don't really want to like go too deep, but you also want to, yeah, that one's tricky. That one's really tricky. Even like my mom, I feel like, I feel like she puts so many filters on and I'll just be like, mom, you do not need a filter. Like your face is so pretty. You do not need that. Kind of like I would approach it like that way. Well, I even saw you were posting something the other day about uh, like the Instagram story filters and how you were like, I, I feel like I have gotten used to just like depending on these, which yeah. I do too. Like I have discoloration, like melasma and hyperpigmentation. And so I, I normally, I try to avoid any filters that change my like facial feature shape, yeah. Yeah. but like if it like smooths my skin or makes me look tanner or whatever, but then I see my face without it and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, why am I like, why do we do this? Why are we in this weird place with social media where we're dictating how we look based off this fake 
what it, what do you call it filter art <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i don't know it's just it's a, just a way that like we've all kind of conformed to and it's like it's actually like really sad like it was bugging me that i felt like i couldn't just look at my face like regularly on a camera like i'm like that actually like doesn't make me feel good that i can't like just look at myself without a filter like that is just so bizarre like when you think about it but well it's weird for me because we always like I always talk about my uh like jawline right here because I don't like my profile and Allie is the same and we'll be like we need Whitney's jawline that's what we need (laughs) oh my gosh but but actually called me crimson chin in high school do you know that character no, I don't know what that is. It's just a, it's a cartoon character where his chin is just like huge. It's massive. And like people would call me that in high school. So like at one point I was totally insecure about my chin. Okay. See this, this is what I'm saying. This yeah. is the craziest thing because literally <laughs> it's sad how often we reference your jaw, but we do. <laughs> We're like, we need the Whitney jaw, but um, it's just, it, it's weird because there is this certain I, I actually did a podcast the other day where I was talking to these girls and we were talking about how there's some comfort in knowing that every single person, like even the people that you think are perfect, yeah, still struggle with exactly. how they look or body image or whatever. So yeah. I'm curious, Mark, if, if your daughter was in a position where she was posting photos and they didn't even look like herself, would you address it? Yeah, or how I would. would you address I, it? I would, but also, I, I don't know. I don't know that that dad is going to have much of a, an impact there. I think coming from her friend, like in this email, I think that would help a little bit more. But I think those issues run deep. I don't think a little positive reinforcement is going to help, but maybe a little bit over time, gradually, yeah. will, will help if you just keep building her up over time. And I'm wondering if there's like an occasion... Is there like a no filter day or something? And like, you can kind of build towards that. And on that day, or maybe on her birthday or something like, oh, you should totally do a no filter post today because it would be still great. And then when all the positive feedback comes in, it might help in the long term. That Having said all that, I have touch up my appearance on the Zoom hit all the way up right now. So maybe I'm not the best one to ask. <laughs> how do you do that? Yeah, how do you do that? It's in settings and it's <laughs> Okay, great. here we go. All right, I'll no, be working I, on that after this conversation. Uh, as we're talking about no filter, we're like, uh, we have the highest filter, please. No, I just, and I feel like that's what's so important for like you and I, Becca, and like people like who have a platform, like to like influence younger people, because I just feel like they are just so warped. Like my sister's 17 and Mm -hmm. it's just like, she literally had to delete Instagram because she felt so bad about herself. And I was like, that should not be happening. Like that's like Mm -mm. Instagram should be a place where we can look at beautiful photos, connect with people, inspire people, you know, give them amazing stuff to be inspired by every day. Like it shouldn't be a place where we feel like we have to delete it. And so I just was, I mean, I've, it's crazy to think that as someone who's 17 feels that way, because I've dealt with that of being like, noticing that every time I got on Instagram, I was just, it made me feel worse, you know? And I I went through a phase in that, like, especially kind of earlier on, like fresh off the bachelor and, um, where I had to delete it, but you know, I was in my mid late twenties and I can't, I'm so, I'm honestly so grateful that in my high school time and like those years, 
that I never even thought twice. I posted every single photo I took on my digital camera. It went up on Facebook. <laughs> no edits, no touch ups. Totally. Just, I, I totally yeah. remember that too. And they just have it so much harder, I feel like, with this, like, this younger generation have it so much harder because I felt that same way too. I felt like I just, okay, I need to get off Instagram. Like, I'm just comparing myself to all these girls and just mm-hmm. going down like a dark spot. And I'm just like, we need to figure out a way where we can not make people feel that way. It's just kind of, it's just hard to do. So we'll just have to maybe over time figure it out. I know. And I do think it starts with like people having the platform and, and posting photos where they're not contorting their bodies or their yeah. you know faces, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is this younger generation and them. And I will say, I do notice like, a lot of the girls that are popular on TikTok, they're, they don't really do a lot of edits or anything to their photos and like won't use a ton of filters, uh, some of the ones that I follow. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they kind of bring back the beauty of yeah. being natural and being like confident in yourself and your body. And because yeah. our generation kind of, it was like, you need to be stick thin and be able to wear low rise jeans and, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm this unattainable standard yeah so yeah i don't know i like literally don't know what advice i would say except to build them up and constantly remind her of how beautiful she is and how the things that you love about her and and maybe even talk about this type of conversation to her and not even make it directly at her and just talk about like how there's so much pressure to look a certain way and how you even feel that and then you know maybe it'll resonate with her I don't know. It's a tough yeah. one. I don't yeah. really. Sorry, wait. We brought you in on a tough question. Yeah, no, that is tough, and it's also a really sensitive subject too. Like you don't want to. I I think maybe my personality, because I'm pretty blunt. If if I were close enough, like if it were my sister, I'd be like, get rid of those filters. That mm-hmm. that is not good. Like I would almost just be like no, that's not cool. You're showing people that this is an unrealistic standard. And Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like I maybe would be a little bit more blunt just because I know her personality. And I know that she wouldn't really be offended by that. She would be like, okay, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. Things are telling me. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is a hard one though. Just over time, build their confidence. I, it's funny because you are so sweet, but I do think of you as someone who just like says it like it is too. Like I was thinking today, I was getting my nails done and I was like, she could literally chop off my finger and I'd be like, thank you. It looks great. You know, like I am like the worst with that stuff. I seen that TikTok. That was so funny. I do feel like I'm pretty blunt. Like I pretty, I say it like it is. But I'm learning to kind of filter it a bit because Carson is so filtered. Like he's so, he's like, he like literally cares about everybody and everybody's feelings. And so he'll be like, babe, like that was kind of rude. I'm like, she's fine. Like she knows what I mean. Like, and he's like, no, I think you should maybe text her just so. So over time, I think I've, I've learned. And also him, because he's sensitive too. So it's like, I've had to learn to be like, why are you so offended by that? It just doesn't mean anything. I'm just telling you, like, you stink. Like, go take a shower. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I'm I'm the same, though. I mean, I think, I guess, 
you would describe that as like an empath or whatever, but I take on everyone's feelings. Like I, like I said, I, I could go to a restaurant, order food. They bring me out something that's not even close to what I ordered. And I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> that is so harsh for the food, even though it's not hilarious. right. <laughs> like I did that a few times, like at the beginning of our marriage, I was like, this is actually cold. Can you take it back and, and warm it up? He's like, Oh my gosh, you're so embarrassing. You're so embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Honey, I am not going to eat this if it's cold. I do have a theory that I think every relationship needs one of each. Oh, for sure. And that I'm so grateful for that for sure. Cause I mean, he bounces me out and I bounce him out. Like, I'm like, you can't, you have to say no to this person. He doesn't know how. I don't know if that is you, but he, that's me. He's a really hard time with conflict. That's maybe why we get so along, Becca, you and I. Maybe just yeah. polar opposites. <laughs> I think I d- yeah. I really Mark, are you are you and your wife different like that? Um, I do think we balance each other out, certainly. I definitely like um in a lot of ways we are opposites, yes. Like especially with the kids, you know, and I think that's normal. Mom's a little bit more um attentive to their every need, where dad's a little bit more they'll be fine. You know, I think that's kind of a normal thing, but I think that balance is necessary because if we were both in one way or the other, it would be chaos. Yeah. What about though, like what we're talking about? Like if you go to a restaurant and they put you, like for instance, if we were going to a restaurant and they put us in a spot where it wasn't ideal or like by the bathroom, I would just be like, thank you so much. Yeah, I think we've... It would, my wife would be the one to do something about it. Okay, that's what I <laughs> yeah, do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't want to be you. Right. Yeah. That is so funny you say about the kids, too, because I feel like Carson and I are so different, too. Like, when we parent as well, like, even though he's just a baby, it's like, I'm like, did you put his socks on? Did you bathe him? Did you, did you put his mittens on? Because he needs his mittens. He's so cool. <laughs> and he's like, babe, he's fine. Like, he's Babe, fine. he's 15. He's going to yeah. be okay. <laughs> Or it's like he'll be he'll be like playing like I don't know like today he was on Galaga he like beat the highest score and I'm I'm calling him like are you how's Leo oh he's fine he's just on the floor (laughs) hanging out like what like why like what I just we are just all opposite he's like yeah he's fine like my wife could tell you every time our children have been sick in their entire lives. Yeah. where I'm oblivious. No, I no yeah. recollection of any of them. Yeah, I know. I know. I feel her. I feel her. I, he's just more like, which I'm so grateful for because I feel like I'm so anxious. He's just like, he's fine. He's fine. He's okay. Mm-hmm. But he's got mm-hmm. a stuffy nose. He has something. <laughs> we need to hurry. We need to go to the hospital. He's like, calm. You're okay. So right. this is good. It's a good balance to have. because In 10 years from now, you're going to be like, remember in June of 2021 when he had that stuffy nose? Yeah, <laughs> I probably do. I probably mm-hmm. do. But see, I'm that. So I'm really a pushover in a lot of situations. But then I'm also the one who's like, when with Phoebe, I'm like, did you take her out? Did you take her out before you pee? Did you give her her? Did you do her food the right way? Like, because so I kind that. of you have that innately in you too. Like, I feel like guy. I mean, not every guy generally, but I just feel like guys in general kind of like. They're okay. Like I feel, yeah, it's fine. Women innately kind of have this like um, nurture. Obviously, boys are too, but I'm just saying like extra. Like we're just like extra nurturing. I don't know. Because that's how our dads were for us. Shake it off. You'll be fine. Shake it off. Rub some dirt on it. You're fine. 
Exactly, exactly. But Carson's also like really analytical and logistic. Like he knows every date. Like he'll be like, "Oh, I remember when we did this, this, and this in June." And I'm like, "I have no idea what." That's time. me. That's the same That's thing. Me. I know. Every I'm like you though. Date, Whitney. We've done everything. Yeah. See, I don't even know at all. And so he's good with that stuff. He's the type that's like, if he's in pain, he needs to know exactly where, like we were just joking the other day. I'm like, now where are you hurting in your heart? The left chamber, the vent, like, like <laughs> he needs to know specifically like detail on detail. And we'll be telling, we're that couple that like, will tell stories. Right. And I'll just like, give you the gist. Like, I'll just be like, Oh, it's like a hundred it's like a hundred bucks or something. And he'll just be like, no, it's like more like, like a thousand. Like he'll be like, there's like 50. I'm like, whatever. And there's a ton of bugs. Like, I don't know. And he's just like that type that needs to be so specific. It's just hilarious. So everyone's looking at us like, oh my God. <laughs> Y'all are just fighting about how many bugs. They're like, what's the rest of the story? Yeah. I'm like, get to the point. I'm always like, get to the point. And he's like, so specific. It was a hot summer's day on June 19th. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> So funny. I'm that way too when people are telling a story and they're giving so many details I'm like I've checked out already I don't I'm done I don't have any more like attention span for this it's hilarious we are very opposite in every way it's just it's so funny I do I, I think it works I really do believe in the age-old opposites attract because yes. For sure. I was, uh, you know, my ex, Robert, I feel like I, we were very similar in our personality types and there was never, it was just, e it was fine, you know, it was easy, but it just, I think I needed that like push against me with someone who's different and like yeah. challenges who yep. I am because they're the different, the opposite of me. Yeah. You need that challenge like for yourself too. You know what I mean? for like yourself you need that challenge because yeah. those relationships even if they're not a romantic i think even friendships they help you to grow like tanya and i could not be more different but mm -hmm. she helps me she has trained me to understand people like her mm -hmm. more than i ever would have yeah. if i didn't have a close you know friend who was like her that is so true and i feel like that's exactly what happened with me with carson i felt like I like, I was just thinking about yesterday because my sister-in-law, she went to high school with me. And so all of my high school friends, I'm like, I feel like I wasn't like compassionate and like thinking of their feelings more. Like, I wish I could go back with the stuff that I know now. I mean, obviously everyone wants to do that. Yeah. But since I've had Carson, I'm like, oh my gosh, people actually think and feel the way that you do. And they actually are like hurt by the things that I say, you know what I mean? Like, and in my mind, it's like totally fine. Like it's just, you know, it is what it is. Like, why are you offended? You know what I mean? <laughs> but now that I understand it and I'm actually like, okay, that actually, you know, people can feel differently than I do. And that is just totally okay. But I uh -huh. have to learn how to do that. So it is really good when you have somebody that close that can challenge you like that because it just helps you, helps you grow. And, you know, I wish I could go back to high school and, I mean, I don't, but I just... Were you a bully? Were you a bully in high no, school? does it sound like I'm a bully? Oh. <laughs> I'm not... I was not a bully. I am a nice person, okay, everybody? I'm really nice. <laughs> we're just... <laughs>
<laughs> I feel like that could, you know, right? I mean, you know, or no. I feel like maybe you don't know what that you're a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, but I know you, I see, I think of you, are you, are you the oldest child in your family? Yes. And that's the other thing too. It's like, yeah. felt like I've had to take on responsibility as well and just kind of had to act like, you know, it's fine. And I also like, I feel like with my career, I've been driven, I'm a teacher, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. I've had to, you know, be strict and get people to be motivated and, you know, like had to be really harsh sometimes. So I feel like I've had to be blunt, like my whole mm-hmm. life and just blunt, but motivational, you know, try. To. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, and you had to start doing that at 18, which that's a big role for someone to take on of like teaching someone and being strict and being like, you're not doing it right. And taking on that role to where they respect you, yeah. but still want to, but still like you, you know no. what I'm saying? And that's the tricky line that you have to kind of find. It's like, you know, you want to be a leader, but you want to be a good leader. You have to be inspirational. You have to make you have to make them feel like they're confident enough to try new things, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want them to be frightened or scared to try new things and to get out of their comfort zones. You have to make them feel safe. You have to, you know, encourage them, but make sure that they're doing it right. So it's like when I was 18, it was like, oh, like, you suck. You need to be better. Kind of a thing. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know how to motivate somebody like with correcting them. Exactly. So <laughs> so it was a big learning process and I feel like I genuinely grew up on the show. Like it it taught me that how to be a good teacher and you know, obviously I'm not the best, but I feel like I have learned a lot in the process of, you know, motivating somebody and keeping them close enough, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have to also build that bond on the show as well. Right. Yeah. That connection, you have to, you know, be their friend, but you have to be their coach as well. So it's kind of a fine line, but yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. Well, we were having, I was having a conversation the other day and uh, we were talking about how so this is kind of an example of something that she was getting uh, like a something, a wax or something like intimate, you know, yeah. where it's just kind of already uncomfortable. And the person started asking her questions about her personal life. And she was just like, or like her work or something. And she's like, you know, I just, I don't really want to talk about this right now. And I was like, oh, you said that? And she was like, yeah, because like, I, I just, I didn't, I've been talking about my work. I didn't want to talk about my work anymore. And And I was, and she goes, but isn't it, and it's so scary because you don't want someone to get the impression that you're a B word, but you like, why is it that having boundaries equals being a B word, you know, like having boundaries for yourself and being able to say like, Hey, I don't really want to talk about that while you're down there. You know, it's like, that's interesting. See, I'm blunt, but I don't think I could ever do that. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Yeah, that is weird. Like, I feel like I would just be like, uh, yeah, like, I feel like I would just give like one word answers. Like, it's more work, like, it's more work slash like, I, this is the thing is I don't actually like confrontation until, unless I feel super passionate about it. And like, I don't uh-huh. know if I would care that much to say something in that scenario. But right. If I definitely feel it, like I will definitely express myself bluntly. 
but I'll also try, like, I don't know, like in that situation, I don't think I'd be able to do it. I think I would just give like one word answers and be like, yep. <laughs> just get the hint. Just, uh, get the hint. just get going on that and be finished. <laughs> I yeah. It depends. I, it depends on the situation, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I'm not like that in any situation. So I really admire being able to like, have boundaries and I'm learning I'm trying you know I'm going to therapy I'm trying to learn boundaries for myself but it's when your whole life I mean I'm 32 and my whole life has been making sure people are pleased with me and like happy with me and that I'm not hurting anyone's feelings and all of a sudden I'm trying to still do that while also protecting myself which yes. is hard it's so hard oh my gosh I don't even I mean maybe I need to go to therapy <laughs> therapy's great for everybody therapy's honestly great for everyone i mean i just don't i just don't have the time but i need to make time because <laughs> it's good for me to learn these things i wish i had done it earlier honestly yeah same honestly yeah. yeah but better late than never better late than never exactly i know boundaries are are hard like i'm curious if you okay so this happened to me so i got this is a dumb thing, but okay. My ring, right? My wedding ring, um, uh-huh. a diamond fell out of the ring and it's like, mm-hmm. it's like super sentimental to me. Like I, like, I like cherish this ring. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I like kind of like storm in there and I'm like, Hey, like my husband got me this ring. It's brand. It's this year. We just got it this year. And this ring just fell out. Like this diamond just fell out. Like this should not be happening. Basically, I was like, you need to replace it. Like, mm-hmm. and why is this happening? Mm-hmm. And my husband was so mortified. He was like, why did you have to go in there like that? Guns blazing like that was so embarrassing for me. And it was his cousin. So he was on top of it. He's like, oh my gosh. And then, oh, and then we walk out and we drop off the ring. And his cousin was like, oh, I can see who wears the pants in the relationship. So he was so embarrassed like would you ever like if something like sentimental to you like that like would you go in there and be super annoyed or would you just be like 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 it's expensive it's super expensive and you just got it and you just got it and the it's like the diamonds out I well so I wish I could go in just being like this is what happened and this is what I need done. Like y'all need to replace it because this should not be happening. But instead I would be doing that internally. And then on the outside be like, so, um, yeah, I got this ring and I, I don't really know like how it happened. I don't know if I, you know, bumped it or what, but I noticed that a diamond was, it would just be the most like, I would never get anything productive out. It'd be so passive, but that's what I'm saying. I'm working on because that shouldn't be, I mean, sure, like, everyone has, like, different delivery, you know, like, but what you said was not wrong. Like, it shouldn't be happening. Yeah. This is a very expensive ring, and it's a diamond, and it should not just, I should not be losing one this soon into having it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I but, mean, like I said, I'm, those are the things I'm working on, being able to just, like, stand up for myself. And, of course, I'll I'll always have the personality where I go in, and I'm initially overly nice about it and take it take it on as if it's my fault but yeah you know being able to say what you want is a gift (laughs) 
it is, but then it's also not like you, like there's both sides of the spectrum, right? Like, it's like, you want to stick up for yourself, but you don't want to do it in a way that comes off like bratty or, Mm -hmm. um, hurt somebody's feelings. And then you also don't want to be like too shy to say anything that you just get walked all over. So it's like, there's the spectrum, right. That I feel like everyone is kind of like in between or extremities and you just have to kind of find like the right balance. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not going to therapy. Is that right? <laughs> I no, I think so. And I think I think being with a partner who also is like the opposite can it helps to learn from each other because he could learn to be like, oh, I can be assertive and it not be rude. And you can be like, I can be assertive and also gentle. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying. Yeah, which is so awesome. So I'm so grateful. <laughs> he's just he's so funny. Okay. Well, I love you both. I'm so happy for you. And I'm so happy you came on and hosted the podcast with me. It was so fun. I can't I was like looking, I can't believe it's already been an hour. <laughs> or over oh an hour. Oh my gosh, has it? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I got to talk to you and hang out with you for a minute. I love you so much. Thank you for being on today. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it i was like this came just in time i've been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply.